On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we're going to talk more about uh, Foster Lawyer's transfer and what it means for the scholarship limit that Michigan State has, and then we're going to talk about Elijah Collins and some news that came out about him on Tuesday. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, April 21st. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my feeling kind of randy about the running back room co-host, Matt Sheehan. Sure am, Will. That's right. That is right. Good, sir. How are you doing, Will? No one ever asked how Will Hunter is doing. How is Will Hunter doing today? You know what my response is, right? equally as randy you always say that no one asks me how i'm doing and then i say you always ask me how i'm doing and then round and round we go mm-hmm. yeah and i always forget that because i have the memory of uh, dory from one finding nemo fine film fine work from pixar studios i am stunned that you just had a correct movie reference I'm equally stunned, too. I, I can't lie. That's <laughs> maybe the fourth time in my entire life and probably second time uh, while recording this podcast uh, I'm proud that of you. I have nailed a movie reference. Thank you, Will. I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Um, I'm okay. I got the uh, second Pfizer poke today. Oh, wow. Oh, so that's why your internet's working so well today. Got it. Okay. So I got 19G internet now, which is great. <laughs> Very nice. That's, yeah, catching um, signals off of Venus. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> But there I'm feeling a little draggy. Just you know, sure. Came came home, crushed a nap, groggy, all that stuff. But I'm gonna power through it for you and for the show. What a what a showman! What a professional! And a, what a, guy. And a strapping gentleman! What a guy! Yeah, what, a, what a guy! On today's show, uh, we're gonna end the show with a segment that we did yesterday, but are now going to play it today because the Foster lawyer news broke. As I get stabbed in the throat in the middle of talking. Mm, so nice. that'll be a, a Take Tuesday segment to end the show. But before that, we're going to talk about how we would like Michigan State basketball to approach their now two open scholarship spots and Elijah Collins having COVID. And now that that's out there, or had COVID, mm-hmm. now that it's out there, we could talk a little bit more about what it meant for him last year and where things stand right now with the running back room at Michigan State. That's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, one more reminder, Matt, our bracket challenge. If yep. you were in it and finished in the top three or 39th or 94th, please let us know. We are going to be... Uh, figuring out something else to do with these prizes we so far have given one away and we have one person who tied for 94th and they will just be our 94th place winner if we don't hear from anyone else they tied with if that was you please let us know locked on spartans at gmail.com we would love to give you guys the prizes that you earned in our bracket challenge all right. I'm just going to eat the Cassius Winston signed card <laughs> if no one claims it. I'm going to devour it. Not even on camera or anything. Just in the privacy of my own home. Just having a snack. Just a little just a little fiber snack. That's all. That's all. All right. 
So Foster Lawyer hit the transfer portal. I didn't see any mm-hmm. official announcements or anything today, right? We didn't usually there's a thing, a statement. No, well, the only thing that's official is he was sharing things on his Instagram stories of like fellow mm. teammates uh, okay. putting on their stories, uh, non-official MSU accounts uh, yeah. that he's making. Gonna miss move, you, so. kill it, yeah. what, all that stuff. That they sure. Do. So he's sharing so, that news. Okay. So it sounds like yeah, that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Foster Lawyer hits the portal, and now Michigan State has two open scholarship spots. Um, yeah, nice. We thought coming into this offseason that this, in terms of transfers, this would be um, not maybe not the most likely scenario, but one of the more likely scenarios that Rocket Watts, uh, Jack Hoiberg, Thomas Kithier, Foster Lawyer, Aaron Henry, and Josh Lankford, those, all those guys were going to come off scholarship. We knew Michigan State had three coming in for the freshman. They added Tyson Walker. That makes four. And with six out, four in, that means there are two open scholarship spots now, Matt. With that in mind, I pose the following question to you. Yeah. Would you prefer Michigan State immediately go into the portal and grab two players, maybe let's say a big and a wing, immediately go grab a, a big and a wing in the portal, or... Pick one of those spots, grab a player in the portal, and wait, holding out a little bit of hope in case Imani Bates does whatever the percentage is, does end up wanting to come to Michigan State this year. So typically I'm a play it safe guy, right? Sure. Like, let's say hypothetically I have a sports betting app and like whenever I'm three out of four legs in a parlay, they give me the cash out option. I'm smashing that button immediately. Like I don't see anything through. I take the safe money. So traditional uh, Matt logic says that just do the two scholarships right now. Go out and get two transfers for you. I don't know what's washed over me today. I <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to leave a door courage. open here. I, I, I yeah, I, I kind of got got some courage in me right now. Uh, Will, yeah, I, go fill up one slot right now with an instant transfer. Fine, keep the other one open. Just keep the door cracked for Imani. Is is what my heart and my head says. I don't know why. Do I think he's coming here? I, I have co- no one has inside information on the bait situation. I certainly don't. My gut feeling just says. I wouldn't count on it necessarily. Mm. Um, maybe like a 20, 80% chance that he's coming. And that's a pretty common number thrown out if you ask anyone um, on Twitter, at the sports bar, family picnics, what have you. Um, the only time you burn up two scholarships, I, I think, is if you just like two bangers worth of transfers. And I don't know everyone's name of the transfer portal well enough to like just point specific guys out. But no, my, my short answer, I'll go back to it. Fill up one spot right now. Be a big or a wing, uh, especially if you you know keep that open for Amani. That takes care of your wing situation, but I just fill it with best player available, best player that you can reel up to East Lansing. I guess it, is that stupid, Will? I feel it is stupid, but is it a correctly guided stupid? Do you think? Um, no. Well, yeah, I I don't think it's I don't think it's that stupid. No, you don't. Okay, all right. It's, so it's in the same way then, Matt. Well, this is a, this is a what we like to d- describe as a generational talent. Is it now? Is is that the term being thrown around these yeah, days? That's, that's yeah, that's that's the one that uh, gets thrown around a lot. Yeah, right. And so, this team certainly has needs, and I think they did a great job addressing one of them right away with Tyson Walker. Boom, point guard, mm-hmm. got him. Bang. 
whether it's going to work out immediately or maybe it takes some time, whatever, like you feel more confident about the point guard spot than you did last year. It just with that addition. Sure do. Yeah. Maybe Marcus Bingham can play more than 20 minutes and sustain. Maybe I they feel like so. <laughs> at center, they're like, okay, we're okay. Between Bingham, Marble, Sissoko, we're okay. We can use a wing. Let's get a wing. We're not truly desperate. Yes, they need help in other spots, but we're not truly desperate that we got to add two guys right now from the portal. I think you could make a case like that. And that's kind of the case I would make. I would think grab a wing who can shoot, hold steady, Mm -hmm. see what Amani's thinking. Diamond hands, baby. Let's go. (laughs) We're hot. Try to to get as good a vibe as you can. Yeah. And just hold that spot for him. And if it comes down to it and it's June 37th or something and you don't have a clear picture or it's, August 19th and you don't have a clear picture and there's nothing really in the portal. It's okay to not have all your scholarships used this season. Not the end of the world. I I agree with that. Yeah. It's It's worth it to me. It's worth the risk. It's it's a gamble. It's it's a poker term. It's it's a pot value right now. Like yeah, it's, it's the gamble I'm about to take worth the haul that's in the middle of the yep. table right now. Yeah, it I is. got like a 15 percent chance of hitting this flush right now. But my golly gee, Wilkers, there's 800k stacked up in the felt right now. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna see this one out yeah. and uh, just see if this little thing hits for me right here because it's it's worth it. I, yeah, just like you said. I mean, God, it's, if, it's, if it was a four star, hit the bricks, kid. Like get out of here. Or like Isaiah Todd, or like Josh. No, I guess Christopher didn't go G League. Um, Josh Green. I, I'm just trying to think of like guys that went G League. Uh, select mm-hmm. like hit the, hit the, hit the bricks. Yeah. See you later, Imani Bates. How fast can we get that Maserati dealership in Okemos built? How how fast can we get the Range Rover dealership in Bath Township built? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a different situation. You know our thoughts about it. Yes. So these aren't, yeah, these aren't hot takes. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I think the juice is worth the squeeze. Oh, so I like that one. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Man, I'm just daydreaming now. I'm sorry. I like that, that, that pause. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> the mind gets wandering when you just start thinking about Imani Bates taking the floor in Breslin Center. I, Midnight Madness might have 45,000 people at it. They might have to move it to Spartan Stadium if, if you were yeah. promised Imani Bates yeah. at Midnight Madness. That would be yeah. a. A hoot and a half, Will. Yeah, no, I'm not, not holding out hope, but I think the basketball team should hold out hope and hold out a spot. I, I, mean, right, I don't hold out hope if I'm going to hit the lottery, but you know what? When I'm driving away from the gas station for five minutes, I'm thinking, oh, if it hits, it's going to be nice. That's kind of the same feeling I got right now. So, yeah. All right, let's pause here for a sec. We'll come back and talk about Elijah Collins and the running back room. But first word from Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar, build those bars, baby. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. My favorite flavor is the raspberry cheesecake, or churro puff, or the cookie dough chunk, or birthday cake, or carrot cake. Still a banger. I can't believe carrot cake doesn't get the respect that it deserves. (laughs) Matt, Matt, if you had to pick one or four favorite flavors, what would you go with? Uh, birthday cake is one A, and you know what I've been really fond of lately is the uh, coconut brownie chunk too. Yeah. Uh, no, I got it yeah. a third. I'm sorry, I, I can't disrespect churro puff. I, I can't talk mm-hmm. about the greats without yeah. saying churro puff. Stop. So, yeah. Stop. 
All these bars, covered in 100% chocolate, they're soft and easy to chew. And they're not just delicious on your taste buds, they're delicious on your body. Body! They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, the number 15, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This year, the Lockdown Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to Lockdown NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Okay, so William Peegler, running backs coach, and friend Elijah of the Collins. program, William Peegler. Friend of the program. Friend of the I forgot program. Really, I forgot really about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went, ran through like a handful of people on the Michigan State staff last year during sure the pandemic. Did. Great uh, Yes, friend of the show, William Peegler, running backs coach, and Elijah Collins both met with the media on Tuesday. And Collins told reporters that he not only had COVID, but had a long COVID, like a, a battle with it, mm-hmm. and had to sit and quarantine for a couple of weeks because he had close contact with someone who tested positive. So what resulted was Collins missed a couple of weeks of conditioning and quarantine, got COVID, missed obviously practice conditioning with that, and then took a long time to recover. So basically had uh, an offseason wiped out while also having his health negatively impacted because we've heard a million times from athletes how it takes extra long to get their conditioning back. They get winded easier. They lose weight. And Colin said he lost a bunch of weight. Um, and so that, Matt, for mm-hmm. anyone who is hearing about this for the first time or who has been wondering, what the heck was up with Eli Collins last season? Yeah. The picture's starting to come together a little bit more. And I can, I can say I heard about this... Maybe like two or three weeks ago, uh, just from like somebody who had talked to somebody like second, third hand. Right. Mm -hmm. And I had heard that it it was a rough bout of COVID. Uh, He got sick and it took him a long time to get his conditioning back, his wind back to not just get into shape. Because remember, like there's shape and there's football shape. Right. We love to say that. (laughs) Like he. He was out of shape shape, had to get like back into shape, gain this weight back, and then <laughs> and then get into football shape. And I think if you go back and look, the beginning of the season, how he was running the ball and the limited reps he was getting, and then go look towards the end of the season, you can really start to see like, oh, this looks, there's a run, there's one that looks like the old Eli spots right little spots mm-hmm. like oh okay oh he oh he looks better we're at the beginning of the season he just he didn't really have much of anything he looked slower he looked weaker he looked smaller and he was now that we know all of those things and so you take all that information and you add to it the fact that Piegler said it's like kind of like a, a night and day difference he, is, he called them, him and uh, Simmons are the two most improved players in the running back room. And all the other stuff, like whispers, talking to people, it, it's been glowing and positive 
about Collins, how he is back to what he was in terms of physical shape, his ability to run the ball, and he's starting to look like the Eli Collins that was the returning leading rusher in the Big Ten coming into last season. And so, Matt, I ask you, yeah, Collins, Walker, who mm-hmm. um, Piegler gave some praise, and there's just been effusive praise for him from everywhere, uh, oh, all, yeah. all spring slash winter, Simmons, Joyner, yep. Yep. Hayward, yep. Even Donovan Eaglin is getting some love at 230 pounds, making sure. some plays, and just a big sure. sh- guy who's done well in short yardage. That room map uh, yeah. starting to look pretty damn promising. Uh, you know what? I was just going to say, we're going to run it, and surely this won't come back and bite me in the ass and <laughs> shoot myself in the foot, but... uh. Are, are we running into a, a Golden State Warriors dynasty problem or a today's Brooklyn <laughs> Nets problem where there's just not enough balls for these guys? There's only one ball, Will. People forget that. But mm-hmm. no, I, on a real note, like what a fascinating and incredible problem to have. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're Jay Johnson, William Peekler, and Mel Tucker, um, an, an embarrassment of riches at running back. And I hope it turns into like a good run game, something that we haven't seen in yeah. Oh God. Years, decades, centuries. Uh, it feels like, but yeah, man. Um, so it was two things, and that was one of the things. Is like, wow, this is a very talented room. This is awesome. Like, we're gonna get the real Eli Collins back. Didn't really know that it was that big of an issue for him. Heard mm-hmm. whispers that he might have COVID, but of course, everyone's affected differently. I had, and this is and this is the second thing. I I feel very dumb, and that's going to shock a lot of listeners here. Like, oh wow, Matt, you're never an idiot. Uh, no, I am sometimes. <laughs> Shocker. Um, yeah, maybe take back a few things I said uh, in this season, and um, whether it be why aren't the coaches playing him more? He's the clear cut guy that should be out there as he's walking around in the shape that I'm currently in right now, which is horrible shape. Um, yeah. Why did I think that everything was just all willy-nilly and okay in the middle of a COVID season? So that's on me. Um, sorry about that uh, to the Collins family, well, to the coaching staff and their families. But ah, this, you're not ah, al- I know I'm not alone. You're I, not alone. And I, I, I don't – I try to remember and categorize the things I say. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm sure there is some point where it was like – we're being overly harsh on Collins or the coaches. Or the or decision whatever. to not play him, more yeah. importantly, right. Yeah. And, you know, looking back on it, it's like, oh, we probably, like, you don't want Oh, that's to... right. It was a pandemic year. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Half the team, the program had to shut down for two weeks because everyone got it. Oh, that's right. Maybe someone yeah. didn't do so well with it. You don't want to assume and you don't want to, like, like, hey, I bet so-and-so didn't do well because they had COVID. Like, you just don't know. Sure. But when you see something like this, or when you see, hey, Luke Campbell weighs 275 pounds now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. And, like, yeah, he had off-season surgery. Of course. Yeah. At the worst time to have it. But Pretty much. You can you can connect the dots if you choose to, right? Mm-hmm. It would make sense that that was the case. And yeah, for whatever reason, like we were all obviously aware of it, but it never really clicked like it should have for all of us. Like, hey, maybe this is related to COVID. We should relax. <laughs> You're like, oh, why yeah. is Kyle Hayward on the field? <laughs> Just, yeah, guilt, guilty as charged yeah. uh, big time for me over here. All of us um, are. 
Yeah. But yeah, but I, at the same time, though, and like I feel really sheepish about this uh, because a, a, of course, awesome to see me healthy, but B, oh, freshman year, Eli Collins back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's exciting, and man, it's going to be fascinating to see how they divvy out the, the reps and everything. I mean, I, I can't yeah. imagine they'll give too much of a hint at the spring game coming up this Saturday, but... Spring practice. Spring spring festivities, I, I should start saying, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, exciting well, yeah. news. Good press conference. Informative. Yeah. I felt I felt like a like a jackass, as I do every, you know, other, other day of the week, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, we'll... Um... We'll ultimately see how things break down, but you know Walker can handle a decent amount of carries, but isn't going to handle all of them. He's not a big bruiser that is your bell cow, twenty-five touches guy. Occasionally, maybe, but not every game. Simmons certainly isn't that. Collins can do some of that, but you're obviously right. going to mix in the other guys. Joiner and Hayward have unique skill sets for running backs in terms of their abilities to catch the ball and, and do some things in the passing game. And then, yeah, it seems like Donovan Eaglin might have a role as a short yardage, big bruiser guy, goal line back. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a, it's a good problem to have. And it also, if someone gets hurt, any sort of issue, like your depth, you feel so much better about it this year than yeah. last year because that's a running back room that can sustain an injury or two and, and keep on churning. Totally. All right. We'll pause here. We'll come back and we will play our Take Tuesday segment that we ended the show with yesterday before scrapping it and then going with the Foster Lawyer segment. First, a word from BetOnline. .ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Copy didn't get uh, didn't get changed. Ah, shoot. Yeah, still well, says football might like be over. Sometimes. Well, eh, football be. and college basketball are over. You could probably you could bet on the NFL draft. I don't even know why I'm saying football might be over. Like you go bet on the NFL draft at Bet Online. Uh, NBA, yeah. NHL, Major League Baseball, all in full swing, heating up, heading towards the playoffs with NBA and NHL. It is a great time to be betting on sports and bet online even covers award shows tv shows and reality tv they have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can't imagine they have you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up matt free. just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on one word locked on to get that 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey, is happening now. It features analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockett-Fora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team are going to be making trades and picking the next stars for their teams. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. Okay, Matt. Um, all right, so this is the second take I have here, and yes, this is one of the things where I just talk, and then hopefully a take formulates by the end of uh, my my little um, speech that I give here. But uh, the other day, uh, Keontae Goodwin, he is a mm-hmm. four star, very highly regarded four star uh, yeah. offensive tackle prospect. Uh, he commits to Kentucky over quote uh, unquote pretty commits. much. Sorry, quote unquote commits. That's kind of where I'm getting that, Will. 
Uh, he commits to Kentucky over like everyone, a few NFL teams, every college team that's offered him. And just like you're <laughs> Alabama. saying, Alabama, Alabama, uh, who Ohio State, Ohio State, and Michigan I think State, Clemson, and then Clemson, whatever, and then uh, whatever. what I'm trying to say, or I guess the the take I have is that. I don't care about recruiting right now. It's very hard for me to get out of bed about recruiting right now. Mm-hmm. A, because of signing day is 17 years away, seemingly. Yes. More importantly, though, we're going to actually finally have on-campus visits starting June 1st. And this yep. is where the money is going to be made here. This is where yep. coaching staffs are really going to make some hay. This is where one Mel Tucker... Starts mm-hmm. to make his $6 million per season, being the recruiter guy that he is, uh, getting mm-hmm. people in the door. He's known as a guy that's really good, just one-on-one in the room with these guys. And yeah, I, So I guess my take is, well, like I, and I'm not saying that Goodwin's going to flip or whatever. This is just for anyone that either commits to Michigan State or commits elsewhere. I, I just don't care right now. I, how, how can I possibly roll out of bed and get up for uh, a recruit committing in the middle of F in April uh, when we're, there's so much more to be had. I, that, that's, that's, that's a lame take, but <laughs> that's what I well, got for you today. No, it's fine. It, it's fine, and it depends on who the specific person is and what their recruitment has kind of been like. That's beyond fair. Yeah, good point. There are some guys that if you're following it, they're like, yeah, I'm going to commit here, and when I commit here, this is where I've committed. Sure. I am on this team for the long haul. Uh, not that Keontae Goodwin is like flaking or going to flake on Kentucky or anything like that. Uh, but the thinking all along with him is that like he's going to take visits. Like He's, he's probably going to take his visits. He still really likes Michigan State. I would be absolutely stunned mm-hmm. if Michigan State stopped recruiting him. Would be absolutely stunned. He's not. Well, that would not be the Mel Tucker I know if, it, if you stop recruiting him. <laughs> he's, he's not the type of player you stop recruiting. So, no, no, no. yeah, I, I'm with you generally. I do think, you know, quarterbacks interesting, like AJ Duffy, for example. Totally, has taken visits unofficially to his top three: Arizona State, Florida State, Michigan State. Right, where he's gonna, well, he's taken a couple. This, of visits this weekend is worth, yeah. But yeah, he will be there for the spring game, and then the thought is. He's either going to make a decision after that, or if he can't make a decision, he's going to take officials uh, later on in the summer when it opens up. And Michigan State has a ton of guys coming up from IMG, so if that Mm -hmm. happens, maybe he comes up with that group from IMG. But say he comes to Michigan State, absolutely freaking loves it, and it's just the best, and he's like, yep, this is where I need to be. I'm going to play football here at Michigan State, and he commits. I would think something like that is okay to get excited about. Sure. Like, yeah. Teams are still going to recruit him and still try to flip him, and I do think there's a long way to go for a lot of recruits now that January or June 1st is around the corner. Uh, but there are certain guys, given how, or if you look into how much they've gotten into the process, guys who've really sort of had a thorough recruiting process that are committing now, I think you could feel pretty safe about them and feel happy about them. But yeah, I'm with you generally. There's a ton of guys coming for spring game unofficially. Uh, but like, just go look at Michigan State's list for official visits. Like, it's gonna start stacking up, and there's gonna be guys on that list that are committed elsewhere. And guys committed to Michigan State very well could be taking. I would be stunned if they didn't take official visits elsewhere. Like, it's recruiting almost is starting June 1st, but there are certainly some mm-hmm. exceptions to it. But yeah, I, 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 
I get what you're saying. And if I'm Kentucky, there's not a chance in hell I am letting myself feel like Keontae Goodwin (laughs) is in the bag. Like that thing. Stoops isn't popping bottles right now. (laughs) Long way to go. Long way to go. And yeah, they're they're still number one right now, and they're right in it. And it's a hell of a group that they uh, have beat out so far. But like all that commitment meant meant to me is like if I had to sign today, I would go to Kentucky, right? Totally. Kind of to go along on that line, too, allow me to just stream this right into another take that I have. Uh, Justin Thin of uh, 24-7 Sports has tweeted out uh, a few big-name visitors, just like you said, mm-hmm. A.J. Duffy. We got Antonio Gates Jr., Dylan Tatum, yep. Jaden Mainham, yep. Caleb Johnson, and also um, verbal commits, uh, Ashton Aleppo and Tyrell Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, so the take is... is that I'm more excited to see what happens on the visitor list than I am into what happens between the sidelines uh, at the spring game right now. Of course, you're not going to get too much out of the spring game, but you can get perhaps a whiff or two of what the depth chart looks like, how the offensive mm-hmm. line stacked, uh, who is going to be able to line back. You know what I'm saying. You get what I'm trying to say. I, to me, it's like who, who is MSU getting in the door kind of fascinates me a little more this uh, upcoming weekend than what's going to be going on in Big Ten Network at 2 p.m. I get what you're saying. I disagree. That's fair, and I, I get it. Because I know I just contradicted myself saying that I can't get up for recruiting and then <laughs> popping that take off. But uh, <laughs> I guess I just can't get up for commits is what I'm trying to say. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Locked on Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We'll be back tomorrow with something. Something's going to happen. Yeah, right. Probably going to talk about Michigan State. That would be my guess, right, Matt? Uh, I'd imagine, yeah. Yeah, we can squeeze that in, sure. We could try. We could try. Um, Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. If you won the bracket challenge or finish in the top three or 39th or 94th, email us, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. Matt, take us home. All right, I got a fact for you. It's a scary fact. I don't like this fact. Going into 2020, Michigan State was one of just five schools to have at least one player chosen in the common NFL draft every year since its inception in 1967. That seems like a foreshadowing jinx. All right, guys, go green.